What is up? DGAFers. Okay, you might be looking at us and saying, like, if you're watching this on Instagram, uh, you guys are wearing the same outfit pretty much and the same lipstick color. Not planned. Not planned at all. <laughs> we just got on Zoom together because, you know, we're still working with COVID and, and making adjustments and all of that. And so we got on Zoom to record this episode and we were like, okay, well, <laughs> if you're listening to the audio, you don't know that. But if you are watching the video, you're like, you both have gray striped dresses and bright red lipstick. Yeah. For whatever reason. Great minds think alike. We do this often. It's fine. It this is why we're, we're meant to be business partners. This right here is, is fate. <laughs> totally is. Okay, so today we have, you know, some exciting news. So a shift that we want to kind of um, bring up and bring to your attention. Jenna and I, for a while, well, for a long time, <laughs> have had our own personal Instagram accounts. I was at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness, and then Jenna... I was at fit with underscore Jenna Locke, and you have heard us talk about that up and down and all around that go follow, go follow, go follow. And now we're changing things up. Yes. So we have really sat down and thought about our, our soulmate clients and, and the people that um, really enjoy what we're you know, putting out on social media. And what we found was just posting on our personal pages was not not serving our soulmate clients in the best way possible. Um, so we decided to join forces and create two Instagram accounts where Jenna and I run both of them together as a collective unit. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the Instagram accounts is solely focused on fit and social. Um, so that is at fit.and.social is the Instagram handle. Um, so Jenna will talk to you guys about a little bit more about what that page is going to encompass. But then we also created another Instagram account for our business coaching tips and advice. So those who want to create an online business that's thriving, lucrative, six figures and beyond, we created a page just for that. And that one is at W-O-V-M underscore Lauren dot and dot Jenna. I'm like, oh my God, I hope I can remember this. <laughs> Well, I just pulled them up to make sure that they were right. That's how new, that's how new this is, guys. Um, and so, you know, you're, Lauren's so right. We wanted to make sure that we were serving both types of clients because we, our soulmate clients are very different. We have these, these people over here, the fit and social clients who want fitness tips. They want to learn how to get into a routine. They want to stop fad dieting. They want to feel confident in their own bodies and their own skin. They want to feel confident in their decisions. Like, that is very different from someone who has those basics down and they're ready to help other people overcome challenges that they have overcome. And so those are our business clients. And so on our personal pages, we were trying to reach both and going back and forth. And we were like, We'd, we're done. We are done. We are going to make a fit and social side and a business coaching side. And we're going to post content all the damn time on both of them. And our personal pages are literally disappearing. They're going away very soon. Um, and part of that is because Lauren will be funnier, but <laughs> little baby's here. Yes. <laughs> we have a lot of adjusting to do. Yeah. Sure. And mm -hmm. I, I think too, I forget where I saw this. I, I saw this from another business coach this week. And she had posted that one of the best things that you can do as an entrepreneur 
is be okay with pivoting and switching things up and changing when you need to. And even if it's something that feels a little uncomfortable, because I mean, that's pretty much what entrepreneurship is, is like pushing through discomfort all the time to continue growing. And so here we are. Here we are. And I will say it was very exciting to think about these two Instagram accounts. Like when we first started talking about it, we were like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. We're going to actually like be able to serve the people who want this information and that's all they're going to get and they're going to love it. But then it was kind of scary because, you know, we built these personal Instagram accounts um, up so for, for a while and we have, you know, all these followers and, you know, all the, like, we're very consistent over there. So it's kind of scary to say, hey, we're actually going to ditch these personal accounts here really soon uh, because it just doesn't make sense anymore. And I will say we both kind of were like, oh my God, we're starting from scratch in terms of Instagram. That's terrifying. Um, but it's necessary and it's okay and everything's going to be fine and it's all going to be good in the end. Yeah. And, and you're going to continue to get tips, business tips from our podcast, but you're also going to get a lot of fitness tips, health tips, and we're going to, you know, tie them in as best we can in, in this, this avenue. Um, but I just think it makes a lot of sense to keep the Instagram separate. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally agree. So if you are listening, um, DGAF is going to be a healthy mix of the two business and health and fitness um, and mindset and, and all the things. Today, we are focusing on business today. Yeah. So one of yeah. those peeps you're going to yeah. love. Yeah. And if you're a fit and social peep, listen anyway, because you might be inspired. You never know. <laughs> and, and right now we reserve the right to change the content type that DGAF is about at any given moment. Just so y'all know, we'll keep you in the loop as we grow, as we change, as we shift. So today in this episode, we are really diving into business tips. Like Lauren said, we're talking about the beginning stages of starting your own business online and what a lot of times people think they have to do first, and it really can, can hold you back from jumping all in because you feel like you have to do all of these things. So we're going to break those down and really a lot of misconceptions, a lot of, I don't want to say mistakes because I do think these things are important as you grow with your business, but they're not necessary to do first. So we really, we really kind of break that down. And then we give you the tips that you should start with. What is important when you're first getting your business off the ground? Yeah. We just want to ensure that if this is something you're seriously considering, or maybe you have freshly started and it is okay. If you have been focusing on the things that we're going to say, don't focus on, um, in the beginning, cause you can pivot. Like we just talked about, you can pivot easily. Everything's going to be fine. But what we're trying to accomplish here by giving these tips to you is if you do want to do this and you want it to be successful and you want this to be your livelihood because you're super passionate about it, we want to avoid burnout like right from the get-go because if you are so focused on these not to do things and your whole, all your energy is in, in these things, you are going to burn out, your business is going to crumble and you are going to quit. And, and just take it from two, or we're going to tell more of our story too, probably in this episode, take it from two girls who did a lot of these things that you shouldn't do at the beginning. And we were like toasted. Like we were like, oh my God, I don't know if I can keep up with this anymore. No. Pivot. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, that's where all of our content comes from. Our fit and social content comes from, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I have to pivot and I have to make changes. And, and what did we learn? That's what we teach our fit and social clients. And same with business. It's the, oh my God, I can't do this business anymore. I have to pivot. I have to change. I have to change things up. That's what we teach our business clients. So healthy mix of both. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to change up where you should take screenshots and tag us. <laughs> it's no longer going to be our personal account. So if you're listening to this, because this is so heavily business, I'm going to direct you to our business account, which once again is at W O V M underscore Lauren dot and spell out the word and dot Jenna. So yeah. go ahead and follow that account. Yes. And that stands for women on a virtual mission, which if you follow that account, you're going to see all the time. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the, the ugly, ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a dga effer. like don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a bloop what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. Hello. Oh my gosh. Okay. So hopefully you got in the intro and went and followed our, our pages. And hopefully if you are still listening, that means you are interested in the tips we're about to give about what not to do in the startup phase of your business and what to do in the startup phase of your business in order for it to be long lasting, thriving, lucrative. You're not burnout as shit. You're not quitting. So if for some reason in the intro, you missed the Instagram handle of our new business coaching page, it is at W-O-V-M underscore Lauren dot, the word and, dot Jenna. And W-O-V-M stands for Women on a Virtual Mission, if you're not sure. Uh, so go over there and follow it because we're going to be posting all kinds of amazing tips. But anyways, today, what are we talking about, Jenna? We are talking about things to do when you're first starting your online business and things not to do. And if you follow us closely on Instagram, you probably saw our post where we were talking about like, help, I created a business that I cannot stand. It's stressing me out. I'm stressed. I am attached to my phone. I am feeling like, you know, people are making fun of me because I, I can't take a sip of my drink before I post it on my Instagram. Like all of those feelings, if you are already a network marketer or in some type of online business that you've started from scratch on your own, um, you may have already experienced that. If you are just getting started creating your own business and, and, you know, dipping your toes into that entrepreneur world, then 
you may be in the, that first stage of the emotional cycle of change where you're just like so freaking excited to get started, but you're not sure how. Yes. And you've been having these people in your life who've never started a business before giving you all of these ideas of what to do. I just think of my poor dad. Like I love him to death. He's the best, but he always tries to like give me business advice and he doesn't have a business, you guys. <laughs> so tip number one, don't listen to people's advice. Like just say, okay, um, that haven't done what you want to do. Um, because it's just going to make you insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of times those people, I mean, they're people that love you. They're people that care about you. They have your best interest at heart, but they are projecting their own fear of like, Oh my God, I could never do this. They're projecting that fear onto you and it can get in your freaking head. Yes. And, or you're, you have somebody like my father who just like says the most outrageous things and thinks that you can go from zero to 18 million in like three seconds. And so he'll be like, you should do, you should do uh, a website on this and you should uh, have an agency with all of these people under you. And I'm like, dad, <laughs> we've got to build shit. You need to chill like great ideas. They're really exciting. But I don't really say that to him. Typically, I'm just like, okay, like, okay. And then just go on with my merry way. Or you might have people on the other end of the spectrum saying, are you sure you should do this? Like, not too many businesses are successful. I just don't know if, like, how do you become successful on Instagram? Like, what if Instagram blows up tomorrow? Like, they're just saying all these things because they're, they're, they care about you. Tune them out. Okay. Thank you so much. And then go at, if you're serious and you really want to get advice, go ask someone who has done it and doing it currently <laughs> very well. A Amen, sister. <laughs> like, let me just say that. Uh, yeah. And you know, that, that brings us to our first, what not to do. I feel like it's that show, like what not to wear. Um, first thing that you don't need done is a website. You do not have to have your website finalized before you start working with clients. And Lauren and I are actually perfect examples of that right now. Um, we thought we did at one point. We, we launched it um, actually the day before Thanksgiving. We spent like the full day working on it because we were stressed and thought we needed to do it. We did yep. not. There was yep. absolutely no reason to do that looking back in hindsight. Um, but Hindsight's 2020, you know what they say. Yeah. And so, but, but we pulled people on Instagram on our WOVM page. And so many of you said, oh, I need to do a website first thing. That's what I think is the first step. And you don't, you don't need to have that done. And, and like I said, Laura and I are perfect examples of that um, in both, you know, doing it and not doing it. Because right now our website is under construction. We have someone that we hired. Uh, we outsourced that because we didn't want to revamp it but it's not done. It is not done right now. And we are working with business clients. We're working with fit and social clients and it is not a problem. No, it's not at all. And honestly, a website is like a big beast. I, we will say, um, and you're not going to know what you actually need on it until you get some experience <laughs> under your belt. Mm -hmm. Trust me, you're going to waste so much freaking time developing this website. And then the second you start getting clients and taking them through your programs, you're going to be like, oh my God, this website is not even aligned with anything because you're going to get it way more clear about your business. And then you're going to have to like revamp the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and and it also it's smart to invest in somebody who's like a website developer and if you aren't making any money yet let's please not like go pay for a website developer when you like actually don't need a website developer right now so yeah. don't do that yeah okay. totally and i you know a lot of these things are are mental blocks that you're going to have to really work through and really say like kind of let that go let it go. Let it go. Let, let it go. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say, Jenna and I built a six-figure business like in six months with no website. Yeah. We had like a dinky one that we made, like we said on the day before Thanksgiving, but no one ever went to it because we didn't know what we were doing. Right. Um, and so we built a six-figure business without a website. You don't need it. Yeah. Nope. You don't. And I'm actually going to let Lauren take point number two, just because it's it, oh, yeah. it's pretty funny how she goes about explaining this. Um, you don't need tons of followers. You guys, you can have a very successful business with a couple hundred followers. You don't need thousands or 10,000. And I want Lauren to explain this because she was actually doing some Instagram research the other day and stumbled upon a couple different accounts that really proved this point to be true. Yes. And I'm going to be transparent here with you as well. So, you know, when Jenna was talking about the post we did where we were like, help, I want to get out of this business I created. It wasn't serving me. Um, so back in the day when I was in that, when we were doing that business, um, I hired a bot to grow my Instagram account. I'm going to just be real. I did. I hired a robot to go in and get followers for me. Cause I thought the vanity metrics would make more people want to work with me because, oh, well, who's going to want to work with somebody who only has 500 followers? I need to have thousands so that people think that I'm legit. I'm just being super freaking real. And what ended up happening was hiring these bots. I got a lot of bots following my account. So they weren't people that actually were going to ever work with me ever. They weren't even real. And then also Instagram punished me for it. Mm-hmm. So they noticed I was having a bot do my dirty work, <laughs> trying to grow my Instagram. And I got shadow banned. My stuff wasn't showing. It was like my hashtags weren't working. Like all these things were going wrong. And it took me a really long time to get Instagram to care about me anymore. And I still think my personal account is damaged from doing that. And I will say, um, the engagement, it, like if you, if you look at somebody who has like a thousands and thousands and thousands of followers, okay. And you go and click on a post of theirs and it has like 30 likes and they have like 14,000 followers and it has no comments. They hired a bot, okay. To grow their Instagram account and, and nothing good is coming out of it. Cause clearly nobody's giving a shit about what they're saying. Cause they're not even real people that are following them anyways. So that is actually an account I came across when I was doing some Instagram research to, to show on our women on a virtual mission, Instagram page, like, Hey y'all don't be like, don't be like, Ooh, this person has 14,000 followers. Like they're so rich. Like they probably have all these people messaging them. No, they don't. They have no one messaging them. And Instagram is actually punishing them behind the scenes and nothing good is coming out of it. Yeah. There are people that have literally like a hundred followers who are raking in six figures because those hundred followers give a fuck about what they're saying. They care. They're like, 
in love with them. They want the next thing that they're doing. They want to keep working with them. They want to read your post. They want to comment. They want to DM you. They want to engage. So please do not get hung up on the amount of followers you have. Yeah, please. And, and those people that Lauren were just talking about, those people who are so engaged and excited to work with you, we call those your soulmate clients because they are just people. They're just as excited to work with you as you are with them. Like you guys just click you, you know, you may show up on calls with matching outfits and matching lipstick. Uh, (laughs) but, but those are your soulmates. And I promise you, they are out there. They are out there. That's something that we teach in our women on a virtual mission business coaching is how to find them, how to get clear on who they are, how to find them. And we do have some tips on the WOVM uh, Instagram page as well. So follow along if you are interested in, in hearing more about that. And we will be growing our women on a virtual mission Instagram page. And we also have one for our um, health and wellness clients. It's called fit and social. Um, that's fit.and.social. That's the Instagram handle. We are going to be growing them all organically. So using, so no bots, <laughs> it's literally us that are going out there and finding our soulmate clients. Um, so maybe we'll do a podcast episode on, on how to do that. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Tip number three of what not to do. (laughs) I like this one. Sharing your entire life on social media. This is a freaking trap. It is a trap that you do not want to fall into. It's horrible. Like the fact that you think that you have to have your phone on you at all times and share every meal, every waking second, if it's raining, if it's snowing, if your dog peed on the carpet, if like you just feel like you have to share everything because you feel like your soulmate client or the person that you're wanting to to help needs to know everything about you because you want to be real and you want them to know you they're never going to actually seriously know you on social media the only way they're going to actually seriously seriously know you is if they hang out with you in person which so you don't need to be sharing every aspect of your life. No. And, and it's, you know, this is something that back when, when Lauren and I accidentally created a business that we weren't in love with, um, it was something that was ingrained into both of our brains. Um, we were at the point where literally my husband would make fun of me if we went out because I would, it would be like, no one take a sip of their drink. Like nobody take a bite of food. Jenna has to get it on Instagram. And like, I don't, I, I freaking hate that. I don't want to do that. I want to go out and enjoy the time with my husband, enjoy the time with my friends. I don't want to be glued to my freaking phone all day. Um, and even, and and it's not authentic either. It's It's not not authentic at all. It's not, it's, it's more the influencer mindset. And we, we want to help guide you through, through everything we teach and preach away from the influencer mindset and into the entrepreneur mindset where you're just super clear on who you're helping and, and, how you're helping them. Um, but I'll be, I'll be transparent here. I even this morning had, I feel like it's like PTSD from that first business we created that, that creeps back in because I was doing my morning routine. I was meditating and journaling and, and doing some reading. And we are staying with my parents right now. Long story short, we sold our house and don't have one. Um, goal is get one by November when this baby comes. But anyway, not the point. The point is my mom was outside with the dogs and she was like, oh my gosh, Jenna, come out here. Like you have to see this. I'm like, what the hell? So I walk outside and there's a turtle. I mean, probably three feet in diameter. It's huge. My parents had live on this lake and the dogs were going absolutely ape shit about this turtle. And my first thought was, oh, I should get my phone. And I'm like, I am not putting this flipping turtle on 
my anywhere, anywhere. Like, no, but I was like, oh, like it's still that PTSD in the back of my head. That's like, you can show people something that's not about your business. Like it's the influencer crap that comes back in. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Cause that's not going to help anybody start a business seeing a flipping turtle outside my house. And it's also not going to help anyone feel more confident in their own routine and their own skin. So not it's, and it's okay to show like little aspects of your life. If it's feeling genuine to you, your phone's on you and you're like, Oh, let me just snap this or whatever. Like yeah. that's fine. But do not feel like you have to have it on you at all times and recording and taking pictures of every teeny tiny little thing because no. Well, well, and it takes you out of the present. It takes you out of the present moment and it puts you in a a negative cycle. And so we just want to be very clear with you that there is a a way to be very successful with an online business without having that aspect of it. You do not have to be glued to your phone. Okay. Tip number four or what not to do. Not tip. This is not a tip. Um, (laughs) Not an example. Not an example. Um, Letting a lack of certification or degree determine your value. You guys, honestly, like certifications, if you have them, great. That's like a bonus. Congrats. If you have a degree that goes along with the business that you're going to create, cool. That's like a, like, that's a bonus. I'm sure you learned a lot. I'm sure you can use a lot of that experience. However, raw life experience is where you're going to make the biggest impact. And then having certifications and degrees is just like a little like sprinkles on top of like, a, like an ice cream. Uh, but like the actual ice cream is like your raw life experience. So do not feel like you, you can't start without all of these fancy, flashy things. Like you just need to have overcome something in your life that other people are struggling to overcome. And you have practices and tools that you've gained throughout the way that you can share with them. Mm-hmm. Done. Done. End of story. Done. Okay. Non-example number five is getting stuck in the mindset that you have to have something that is already built and done before you start working with clients. Hail to the no. You don't. So you do not need a product. You do not need a service to start. You can be building that behind the scenes as you are sharing all of your wonderful gifts on social media and connecting with your soulmate clients and attracting your soulmate clients to your social media. We call this the warming up stage of a launch. So when you're on social media and providing a ton of value, getting very clear about your Instagram bio, about your mission, you're talking to people, you're going live, you're doing all the beautiful things to connect. you, you can be building things behind the scenes. And we actually teach our women on a virtual mission girls to get out there on Instagram, tell people what they're all about, help them with whatever, provide a bunch of value. And then they actually do consultation calls with clients. So they out- outline their course with us. We help them outline their one-on-one coaching program. And then what we do is we say, okay, now you can start consultations because now you can tell your soulmate client what they're going to get from you while you're in the building process. You do not have to wait until it's built. You just set a start date. Like, hey, this will be available in November, uh, but this is what we're going to be covering. And your client can be like, oh yeah, okay, here's a down payment. I'm ready to go. Yep, absolutely. And we actually have one of our business coaching clients. She just made $32,000 in 48 hours launching her newest program. And it's not built yet. All right. So she has the rough, she has the outline. She knows what she's going to cover, but she doesn't have the videos done. She doesn't have the homework assignments done. She's working on it. 
Mm -hmm. And to an outsider, you may be like, oh my God, <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's insane. But, but here's, here's our take on this. From our experience, we provide the best content when we're recording videos and, and doing all of that, when we have our soulmate clients in mind. And it becomes even more clear when you know, okay, I have six people signed up for this one-on-one -on -one program at a high ticket price point. I'm pouring my soul into them. And it just, it helps you become more clear in the content you're sharing. And it brings out your authentic truth because you have these people in mind and you know who you're speaking to exactly. It's not this like whimsical soulmate client. It's like, oh, okay, Sarah bought my program. Yo, Sarah, this video's for you, dog. Like, that's what it is. Yeah, because you should be speaking to one person anyways um, when you're creating this because your soulmate client, they're all going to have things in common. So it's going to really feel like you're speaking to them and they're going to feel like, oh my God, this is like a personal coach. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, so yes. So make sure you don't get stuck on that. And when you do not um, do it this way, what happens is you spend six months to a year creating a one-on-one -on -one coaching program that could have taken you two weeks. So yep. we don't want yeah. that to happen because now you're just taking too damn long. So yep. we don't, yeah, that. it'll take you flipping forever. Okay. So I really feel like it's funny. The five tips that we are saying, go do this, do it. We've pretty much talked about all of them. Let's all just right. fly through them. Let's fly. Okay. Number one, recognize that you have raw life experience and that you have overcome challenges and you have pain that you feel like has helped you become stronger and you're ready to help someone else with it. That's number one, recognize that you've overcome it. Yep. Number two is develop a clear vision for your life and business. So once you recognize the pain that you went through and all the strengths that you've gained, so maybe you need a journal about that, then you're going to write a vision about what you want the help. What do you want out of life? Okay. Do you want time freedom, financial freedom, list all the things. Okay. And then we're going to talk about, okay, well, if we want financial freedom, we want, we want time freedom. Let's write a business vision. That's going to align with that. Yep. And that way you will not accidentally create a business that you don't enjoy like we did. Right. Okay. Right. Tip number three, trust your gut, trust your gut. You have that power already within you to help other people and you have to lean into that. And so that's kind of what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode where it's like, take advice with a grain of salt and follow your gut, do your own thing. Yes, please do that. And then the, is this tip number four? Yes. Tip number four, use social media to speak to your soulmate client's pain points and give them direction. Please do not speak to every person in the universe. You need to figure out who your soulmate client is. And then you speak to them every single day. You are not posting social media based off of what you feel like posting. You're posting on social media to speak to your soulmate client. Yep. And tip number five door number five is be willing to learn from somebody who's done what you're trying to do. Done. Done. Okay. Now here's, here's where we want to leave you today. Giving you so much to think about next week, next week, we are going to be talking all about our women on a virtual mission business coaching because it is almost, almost open for enrollment. So follow along with that Instagram page, W-O-V-M underscore Lauren dot and dot Jenna. Follow along, see some tips, get to know us, 
send us a message and tell us what your takeaways were. And if you've fallen into any of these mindset traps of like things you thought you had to do, and, and if you had any realizations, we'd love to hear them. Um, but if this spoke to you, you want to tune in next week and, and hear what's coming because you don't want to miss it. Full blown behind the scenes. What is women on a virtual mission? How did we structure it? How do we help our clients and our students? So you want to listen because it's going to be good. Yeah. All right. See you next time.